Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowout. I'm Mike Hanford here sitting, and and I am. Si- <sighs> hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys so Blowout. Cool. I got a little excited oh. there for a second. I'm Mike Hanford, and I'm sitting here with Jeff Dutton. Hey everybody, how's it going? All right, cool cat, and he is sliding over. We got Tomb Calpacas. What, 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 what is up? Oh no, oh, he's he's frantic. <laughs> he's frantic as me at the beginning of this episode. God, I tripped over the one word, and now I've uh, the whole the whole episode's F-O-F'd. This is a redo. <laughs> Drag to trash. We're having fun on the pod. Thanks for the patrons for uh, showing up. We love you guys. <laughs> and I just want to tell you guys, we got to go back to last last uh, blowout. Mm-hmm. We did the ultimate uh, summer treat, frozen mm-hmm. treat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had those Reese's things I love. Love them. Yes. Still love them. Had, had some more. And, the, this and then week. you submitted it as the ultimate <laughs> frozen treat of all time. Yeah, yeah. You hadn't had one. Hadn't had one. It's the ultimate in my mm. book. Right. I've had some more. So when, it, when we had them on, I had one on the show and I had pulled it out of the freezer. So it was kind of, I thought it was maybe like mushy or just like soft because it had been out of the freezer for a minute. Sure. If I go in the freezer right now, they're still like mushy. It's weird. Is your freezer warm? No, the freezer's cold. <laughs> cold, cold. <laughs> mm, did you put antifreeze in your Reese's Pops? Uh, no. No, I did not. No, that's, all, that's all I can think of. It but it's not to... like an ice cream in there. That's what I'm wondering. So something's, something's in there that's not in, in, freezing uh, well. It's some sort of nougat. It's a nougat. Some sort of non-dairy uh, yeah. fluff. Yeah. But it, it makes for a get a few bites and then plop the thing into a, a bowl. <laughs> okay. I had that for a little <laughs> while. Tastes great, though. Still ultimate. The refrigeration coils under my fridge had gotten a little clogged with dust. Mm. So uh-huh. my fridge wasn't getting cold enough. This is what, how, what the repairman explained to me. Uh-huh. Um, but the whole month leading up to me finally calling that repairman was me eating pops like that and just being like, what the fuck is going on? Like making drinks with ice cubes that are soft and just like, This okay. is making ice cubes that are rock hard. Mm. But the... The pops are soft. I need, you know what? I got some ice cream in there. I got to get to that ice cream and see what's going on. Like, you you know, you might be able to find like the sweet spot of the freezer too. Like, you know, the whole freezer's cold. We know that. Yeah. But there's one section of the freezer (laughs) where, where the cold is fresh. It's coming right out the spigot. Oh, chill corner, they call it. Oh, there was a little, a little like, uh, there, a little box drawn on the side that was like the Reese's zone. And I was like, oh, and was there like a little, uh, Velvet rope, yeah, L- like like the orange <laughs> square on a backboard. Yeah, they, there was that, and there was a velvet rope, and I couldn't get through. <laughs> like, like, sorry, sir, who I, do you know here? <laughs> I, I I know the um, I know frozen, cube. Bro- I know the frozen <laughs> ice cube. Well, yeah, mm, I know of him. <laughs> I know of them. I melt them all the time. I, I, I had a thing to check in on about last week. Do you guys recall? Last week, me, mm. kind of an alpha dog type guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Groveling last week. Oh, Ariana Grande, <gasps> I'm sorry. Oh, no. yeah. I do remember this. Yeah. I, it was very out of character. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I don't like to do that type of shit. But uh-huh. I had I had heard great a great song by Ariana Grande, and I came on the pod and made a statement of, 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 retracting my. What my was it previous. called again? Wait, I still haven't listened. POV. Oh, okay, no. POV. Uh, yeah. No, thirty four, thirty five is what probably is one of the ones I was ranting about. Yeah, POV. Yeah. What's it gonna be? Mike, you just topped her version. No, I thought you liked um, her version. No, well, but we, we we left it at that it was admirable that, that I had uh, taken, a, yes. you know, been accountable, held myself accountable. But then I also said I was going to revisit Destiny's Child. Uh oh. Yeah, I remember this because I I in comparison to Beyonce's solo work, which I love, I mm-hmm. shit talked Destiny's Child. Right. And so this, I said it before next episode, I'm going to go peruse through their Spotify, and. I did. I'm a man of my word. I clicked around. I listened. And I, it's not like I'm going to pull a grande here and full on say like, Uh-oh. hey, Uh-oh. this is some great shit. But I do think I was too harsh. I think it's incorrect to call Destiny's Child bad. And here's what I'm thinking. If you're going to compare Beyonce to Justin Timberlake, right, as a pop star that came out of a group and went solo, Beyonce is way better than Timberlake. But mm-hmm. I would also say that Destiny's Child is way more interesting than Insync, who yeah. who are kind of very. Some people have called them Instinct. Um, Eminem called them that during his MTV Takeover <laughs> on TRL. Oh man! <laughs> I hope they I hope they patch that up. I felt like they had some cool phrasing, you know, in like Survivor or, or Independent Women or, or whatever. This the way that the words weave around the beats. It was cool, and I shouldn't have called them bad. And in sync, you know, I know our listeners love in sync from when they were mm-hmm. kids. But if you go back and listen, it's campy and fun, but it it sounds like it was made in a Swedish laboratory. Well, not just from when they were kids, Tim. If you like in sync, those like cool, sexy dudes dancing around singing, it's only natural that you also like the sloppy boys. There's a lot of overlap. That's yeah. true. It's a very similar vibe. And like, oh, I like the cute one. Oh, I like the handsome one. I like the one who's so fucking hot. <laughs> I like the one who can sing, sing, sing. <laughs> he can hit every <laughs> note on the scale. <laughs> Wait, it, it sounds like you have the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Me, the listener? Hit every note on the scale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll never be in the sloppy boys with my awful voice. <laughs> uh, does uh, Destiny's Child does that song Survivor, or is that just Beyonce? That's the, the Survivor is Destiny's Child. That's their biggest hit. And that, like, the verses of that are like, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, whoa. Did, you, did you ever get into Kelly Rowland's solo stuff? Did you ever get into no, work? I owe the Rolo Ke- solo? Kelly and Michelle, I owe you apologies. I never yeah, yeah. Did, did Michelle go on to do. Solo Michelle stuff. became a big gospel star and won Grammys. Really? Uh, and Kelly had, even when I'm with my boo. Oh, I like that song. Oh, I like that song too. Yep. Um, now did, so wasn't there a fourth one that just got kind of like dropped yeah. quickly? Yeah. Oof. Um, hey, uh, if, do you guys know the song <laughs> I'm talking about? Kelly Rowland work? Uh, you were just, just singing. Like, work, 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 work. No, it's, work. A, it's a different one called work, but. I don't want to go to work. I, I, th- I think, no, that's even a different one than that, too. Fifth Harmony. Uh, this work is in GTA 5. It's it's uh, one of the strip club songs, but it also oh, is and, in this- and, and, and exactly how would you know that, Jeff? Oh, Tim, I spent a lot of time at the strip club in GTA 5. My name's 5. Mike. Yes, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, fuck. I just called <laughs> you be- my name. <laughs> no, you called him, me Tim. 
Oh, okay, a few. Oh boy. Uh, uh, maybe the <laughs> drink Call is me working. By your name. Anyway, um, I, the, uh, let me just. Kelly Rowland work is in the same, I think, key in the tempo as Bootylicious. Her, you know, her hit from Destiny's Child. I think okay. they were trying to replicate the success for Kelly solo yeah. from Bootylicious, and I don't know if it worked. Hmm. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about, we're going to do an album. We're talking a whole album today, and the album is from funny man Adam Sandler, and the album title is They're All Gonna Laugh at You. Classic. 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 Funny stuff. It's from 1993. The thing went double platinum. Wow. Uh, The highest it got on the Billboard Top 100 was in the 90s. The only thing I could find was the 90s. It's 22 tracks long. 54 minutes and 38 seconds. Wow. Do you, it does, like, I'm sure you guys listen to it all the way through leading up mm-hmm. to this. It doesn't feel like that. Like, the sketches are all pretty clipping along and, and moving. I mean, the, the uh, savage beatings and the buffoons, they're rolling right <laughs> past you. The, the bing, bang, boom, you never, oh, you don't we'll notice. get into, we'll get into the uh, violent trends in this, <laughs> in this one. No, it was a very easy listen, went down smooth, very fun to revisit i mean come on man this was this is i think we probably everyone sort of has a story in our age group that like when this came out you listen to it with like headphones on in your room because yeah. it was pretty runchified <laughs> it was <laughs> runchy my man runchy stuff my man definitely remember putting on the first track and being like whoa and pausing it finding my headphones and like Plugging them into the boombox and like sitting in front on a chair in front of my dresser, just being like wow. shaking and sweating. I yeah. um, I remember my first listen too, and it was a perfect one. It was back at the school bus at night, uh-huh. coming home back from a field trip, Ooh. and a crowd of kids are are chuckling at a thing. I say, "What's that?" Let me say, and then they're like sharing headphones, you know, so like one of them gets bent over to me and I mm-hmm. listen and I hear assistant principal and I'm like, whoa, because, <laughs> you know, Adam Sandler from SNL and you like him and stuff, but you have not heard these words. No. And he was he was like two years into SNL. Maybe he was like, uh, known obviously, and he was like getting bigger. But this this was like a big, huge deal that like set him apart. The big thing about this album was like, Oh, this is unfiltered Adam Sandler. All the crazy shit he wasn't going to get on the show. Yeah. And all the filthy stuff that he was mm-hmm. 27 at the time or whatever. And just like going all the way back to like high school roots. There's so much like high school stuff on this and in the sense that he's like beating up high school people or a cheerleader who's at a high school. I love yeah. how he pulls and he, he continued to do that. His world of like grandmas and their whiskers mm-hmm. and, a, and uh, janitors and toll booth guys and principals and like things that kids are into. It reminds me of like how uh, Tim Robinson has such a lush like world of mud pies and chodes <laughs> and shit yeah, that he yeah, said yeah. as but, a kid. But, but specifically a high school and you mm-hmm. see how it naturally dovetailed into uh, Billy Madison. Yeah. And there's oh, like yeah. a lot of a lot of jokes that like, you know, where, where, where's the high guy? And he's like, no, you didn't. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's sort of like the Farley yeah, bus yeah. driver bit. Mm-hmm. Which is also uh, that whole, like, those types of interactions only matter in high school. Like, when you're a kid, you're like, you didn't actually drink that much. You're just acting drunk. And now, like, as an adult, you're like, that would be the last thing on your mind that someone is faking. <laughs> right. yeah. faking He's not high. even drunk. Uh, yeah, that, that, that sketch you're just talking about, Jeff, the, uh, let me find the name of it. It was, um, 
what the hell was it called? I'm so wasted. I'm so wasted. Yeah, is just like each thing you just know what's going to happen. It's like that thing. No, it's not that thing. No. I mean, it's kind of a mod sketch. It's funny, <laughs> or it's like it's funny how sort of like yeah, there's four beats mm-hmm. and uh, they just kind of go through it. But yeah. he's very funny. Yeah, and the end, he moves to a new town. <laughs> <laughs> um. Guys, I'll be the first. Uh, I'll be. I'll be the counterpoint here and say this is the first time I've listened to this all the way through. Wow! Really? I remember the first time I heard bits of it. Uh-huh. I I went water skiing with my older friend <laughs> and driving up to the how much lake. older? Hundred? Uh, yeah, he was like a hundred. Methuselah. No, this was. Uh, I was a freshman and he was like a, ju- a junior or a senior. This is. Uh, uh, comic artist Sean Murphy for anybody ah, yes. into, oh, into yes. uh, he's yeah, yeah. he just he's drawn Batman he's got his own Batman he's whole a big deal title now he's a big deal but um we were driving up there and his and he was like dad can we listen to Adam Sandler and he was like Whoa. I don't know because because like me and my friend were younger than than him and the dad was trying to like not was trying to be responsible yeah. and he was like just like just like one or two and we listened <laughs> to we listened to longest p and fatty mcgee and i laughed my fucking oh, those are good. oh yeah man yeah that's those are those good. are nice and like safe for like i want to be the cool dad but also like yeah i'm not gonna do the yeah you assistant principal <laughs> the violent <laughs> ones are like the sort of like super sexual ones but yeah my first exposure to sandler was um uh, unlike you guys i didn't watch snl until like Sort of the feral. I mean, I watched mm. like I watched the um, the Sandler years as reruns on Comedy Central years yeah, later, yeah. but I didn't watch them on like NBC. And so my first exposure to Sandler was Billy Madison, and it was just my friend who had older siblings brought me and was just like, "It's Adam Sandler," and I was like, "Okay," and we like this guy. Yeah, and um, and I shit my pants laughing so hard. <laughs> it was it was one of my favorite oh yeah movies to see in the theater ever. Uh, I can't remember if when this album was out and I was listening to, or when I was listening to it, I don't think I got it when it first came out, but if I knew who Adam Sandler was, but I don't know if I saw Billy Madison first or if I knew him from SNL, cause I wasn't like, uh, totally aware of like when, if I was watching old ones or new ones or, or whatever. Right. It was all just a mishmash. I remember long before hearing this album, I remember my brother telling me about Lunch Lady Land and doing that kid thing of like. Oh, that, that's so funny. Like, he didn't tell me any jokes. He's like, oh, it's this funny album. You should hear it. It's got this song, Lunch Lady Land. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to hear Lunch Lady Land. And just being like, yeah, it's comedy. Oh, that's going to crack me up. Just hearing it secondhand, but loving it. <laughs> I remember the summer I saw Billy Madison, though. I, my first ever, like, a girl I had a crush on had also seen, and probably it was the only reason I had a crush on her was because of this. We both saw it, and we would, like, quote it to each other all the, like, Mm. All summer long, I was like, "Wow, this is Ooh, great!" Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hot. I'll tell you what, Mike, reach out to her now and tell her how you feel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did. Do you and still she quote said. the film? <laughs> She's like, "I've moved on to bulletproof." <laughs> I'm quoting uncut gems. <laughs> this is how I win. <laughs> um, um, well, as we just said, that the, we talked about the assistant principal that opens up the whole album. It's uh, pretty raunchified right off the bat. It's like the assistant principal's there, and he's saying all this disgusting stuff <laughs> that he wants the students to do if they come to his office, or they get in trouble. Felt like, to me, that it is a... Yeah, a lot of these, like, sex pest-type jokes you wouldn't make anymore, but right. but it did feel to me like you... Uh, 
the, the intention here is to draw a line in the sand right in track one and say, hey, everyone, this yeah. is a dirty, filthy late night album. Like this, yeah. you know, like how, um, who's the guy from Sanford and Son? Um, Red, Fox. Red Fox. Red Fox. Like Red Fox made these like albums that like adults listen to after midnight and you have a little listening yeah, party. Yeah. And he's I've never heard saying, one of those. Have you? Um, only the teeniest clips. That would be like a fun thing to do. Like put on oh, a whole Oh, we should one. do yeah. that on the blowout. We should listen That'd be fucking awesome. Oh, that's great. We get a little toked up and we giggle. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I felt like this was the, I didn't, I don't think that assistant principal's big day. There's a couple very funny lines. I, I like the heightening is just how sad he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a pathetic guy that he's like, you know, it goes from being like the, the girls have to shower in front of me to being the girls are not allowed to laugh at the size of my genitals. <laughs> yeah. He's it's so, it's so like twistedly so fucked up. This guy's got so much crap going on. It's funny, like in a way, it they, he walks this weird line where I did think it aged okay. Like the nature of what he's into, it doesn't seem to be like shaming any sort of particular zone or anything. He's like, also like low status, and he's not going to yes. get away with it. I, it's it's not like it's an Andrew Dice Clay bit where it's like, hey, I think this fucking thing. It's yeah. like it's like I'm a little weirdo. I mean, it is funny that Sandler thinks that, you know, like. The premise of Canteen Boy was just like, what if a boy got molested? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, so he gravitates toward that. But I, I agree. There's nothing like there's nothing in here in this whole album that I was like, I shall not. Well, there's a couple things. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not it's it's not like shaming. Uh, you know, he's he's as into the guys as he is the girls and he has his thumb up his ass. And there's like a bunch of stuff that he's willing to look like. <laughs> yeah. He's not like, oh, that would be lame. That would make me look that would make me look gay or whatever. I mean, that's true. A lot of comedian like the, the bad boys of an SNL style comedians of the day would like not make a joke that they want to see the men's gymnastics team spread right, eagle. Right, right, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, he was a uh, he was a he was a trendsetter. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an activist. <laughs> but he, even um, where where is it? You know the song, the uh, medium pace. Mm -hmm. There's like, tell me about your ex boyfriend and how big his dick is. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. the, the line in that that always makes me laugh is. Uh, <laughs> take a picture of me and show your friends at work because <laughs> it's a big crescendo I was like and show all the people you work with <laughs> yeah the uh, the bridge of that song is so uh, funny I want to look at those lyrics because he it's like he really commits to like the oh, sweetness God. of it yeah and it's it's cool that he's doing like he's doing with all the songs uh, maybe other than the uh the Thanksgiving song. He's doing like takes on that style of song. Like it's it's a ballady. Yes, like, like a eighties nineties macho ballad. Yeah, yeah. The, I feel like we came up during so much of that. Mm -hmm. I can't even think. Like a Mister Big or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here was the line that kills me, and it's yeah, it's it's like during the bridge when it's like, oh, darling, make me push my dick and balls back between my legs. <laughs> it's like so sweet. It, it is like a Springsteen yeah. bridge. He's doing a Springsteen. He's like a, he was a big Springsteen fan, I think. And uh, yeah, because it is his first stand-up special. He he plays a jokeless Springsteen song. He covers uh, "Meet Me Out in the Street" out in the street, and. He says, like, all you kids out there, you can just goof off, have a little fun. We're going to play this Springsteen song I love. Wait, I didn't, I didn't know he had a stand-up special. When was that? Around the same time, he has, like, an HBO stand-up special with a band. Oh, man. That's crazy. I and also, what's... You know, that reminds me of uh, Sinbad had a stand-up special where he just 
sincerely sung have you seen her oh yeah oh yeah i just remember like, seeing that and being as a kid and being like what what is going on here yeah I'm like, like sure. you can just you can just take four minutes in the middle of your comedy special and like sing a song sandler's latest comedy special was so i still i've listened to that probably like Agreed. ten times it's it's really what a, funny what a uh 100 fresh yeah yeah um all right, let's move on to the next track here. Why not? We're, uh, did, I, did I give you this one, Jeff, to play? Yes, The, the buffoon. buffoon. Yes, this is the uh, Buffoon uh, meets the... Val- <laughs> what is it called? Dean What's of Admissions. The dean Buffoon of admissions. and the Dean of Admissions. This is, this is my favorite track. Is it? Yep. You got Coney Boney on this one. And now a Buffoon's meeting with the Dean of Admissions at a prestigious college prestigious college. Well, Michael, I'd like to extend my warmest congratulations on your upcoming graduation, and I understand you're interested in matriculating here in the fall. I got a snake, <laughs> man! <laughs> he's so, like... First of all, it's funny that this guy's name is Michael. I, he's just a buffoon on all the track listings. One time I fed it some beer, man! It was slivering this way and that! It was all fucked up! This way and that? Sure yeah. Well, we discourage inappropriate drinking among both students <laughs> and pets here on campus. Fucking shit! It's so funny. Yes, that's a not uncommon reaction. to the- <laughs> This is like one of the funniest, like, straight manning ever, because that is, like, the, the premise of this bit is that the, the buffoon is just saying non-sequitur filth. The craziest it, shit. Yeah, and then it's, on, it's on the straight man to find the logic in it and explain why it wasn't a crazy thing to say. Yeah. And then he does it every time uh, and it's harder and harder. And then the one that kills me is toward the end when he's like, one time I ate my neighbor's shit. And then Conan's like, that's understandable. (laughs) I I think it's pretty thin that they're like, he's making sense of any of it. (laughs) But but the the fact that he and the later, the valedictorian, that they're both able to find something that they think there's a reason you would say that. The, The thing that's funny about these sketches is like, you assume the buffoon is like the weird guy. But the whoever he's talking to yes. is the weird guy because they're like going along with it and not be yes, like the, what? the buffoon is trustworthy in his performance. He's always going to be the buffoon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like I had known about this character and like, also this sounds just like a voice that Sandler does in like many different arc- incarnations yeah, over, yeah, over yeah. the decades. But this was one where I, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, he's sort of doing like a Cheech thing or like a mm-hmm. Mexican thing with like Mang and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but then that sort of just goes away and it becomes weird. Right. The funny thing to me over the over the course of this and and all of the running gags is, is just that these are conversations that would not happen. Right. <laughs> like, like 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 this guy interacting with these sorts of people the buffoon. Would, would be over. Yeah, why, why? How did he get this? meeting? <laughs> I, I was listening to it thinking that like there I don't even know if Sandler would would have thought of this. I think he acts on his uh, gut, but if you were to find like a reason for, for this character, I do think he's like the buffoon is kind of a sim- symbol for Sandler. Who's like this kind of, like a funny, a happy, unaware kind of bozo surrounded by like Harvard guys, the way mm. that you are yeah. at SNL. Yeah. And, and it reminded me of, there was that NBC doc special about SNL where, Smigel does a whole segment talking about Sandler's update characters and mm-hmm. like uh, Picklehead or like Mr. Magazine Head or whatever. They yeah. all end in man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And and Smigel saying like, oh, what Sandler was doing there, I, I watched and I realized he's a genius because he 
he's deconstructing our own tropes on the show and he's found a way to like turn our weaknesses into our strengths and calling it out. And like Smigel is like a Cornell guy who's like thinking that way. And, and that and Sandler's just doing what he thinks is funny and acting instinctual. And I think the buffoon is, is that it's like you put this bozo in a bunch of situations and a bunch of intellectuals are like trying to make sense of it. Yeah. I think, (laughs) I think Sandler is just like, Uh, the funny kid in high school or whatever who just kept doing it. And like you hear about stories where he was just like going to SNL and just be so confident. And he's like, I'm going to be funny. I'm going to make myself laugh. My friends are all laughing at this. So I'm going to keep going and just have like fun. I think he just said like, I'm going to have fun for the whole time. And it never, uh, never stopped. Um, I asked our friend Bobby Odenkirk about this album because He's in the credits. Did you notice that he co-wrote uh, Lunch Ladyland? Mm-hmm. No shit. Um, and I was, I asked him, I, I was like, is that, was that because you guys wrote it at SNL or did you write on this album? And he said that they wrote it in LA specifically for this album. Mm-hmm. But then he also said that thing about fun. He was like, Sandler's like the most fun person I've ever worked with because he never, you never catch him getting like bogged down and not having fun. It's like only just about like, oh, if I'm having, if I'm goofing around and having tons of fun while I'm doing it it will be good. Or if it doesn't, who cares? Because I was having fun while I was doing it. So that speaks to his whole career also. Yeah. It's about the experience of like, I get to be in Hawaii with my family and my friends. Great. I don't (laughs) care if the movie kind of sucks. (laughs) Uh, Tim, I I contacted Odenkirk too. And he told me, he told me that you'd talk to him, but um, he, uh, he was also saying to me because he was like, just saying how he was like a fun guy to be around. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And he, he like never lost this feeling of just like having fun. And I was like, that's great. And he, he was like, yeah, it, it was fun to be in his orbit every once in a while. And he was remembering, a, I think during the SNL years, being at like a medium, nice Chinese restaurant with a big group and they were eating this food and like having fun. And Sandler looked at him and was like, can you believe this food, Odie? This is so fucking good. <laughs> and... And Bob was like, yeah, like it is so good. And like we eat what we want pretty much every day and it's amazing. Like and I should smile more (laughs) like it just he just like uh, he's got gratitude. I think he is very like kid like in that way. It's like this is all so great. It's like, yeah, right. This is great. I do know that there was a I think this is in one of the books that after the the big table read on Wednesday at SNL, Mm -hmm. which is like the big the you know stressful moment because you're waiting for the show to be picked but it's also a relief because you just finished your table read and you'd been up all night writing yeah that that gang uh like with farley like they would go to the same chinese restaurant every time and it was one of those ones uh maybe like dim sum or something so it was there was like a lazy susan on the table mm-hmm. and that uh that chris farley would just like gorge himself and be like <laughs> spitting food to entertain everyone they had like a huge <laughs> feast every wednesday that's funny man it is great to see like the familiar cast of characters on this album too like i knew that it was sort of around there and uh it was i was not surprised to hear people like conan pop in but you hear like tim meadows and david spade and yeah it's it's cool to imagine you know like everybody sort of hanging out Mm -hmm. uh tim hurley he helped write it uh smigel like tim said and adam uh i think his name's covert convert oh yeah uh a guy who you see in Happy Madison stuff all the time. I follow him on Instagram. Oh, he, he did a lot of in the last year. He did a lot of uh, hey, open up the open the restaurants up, folks. Come on, let's get this Ooh. place opened up. Get it going. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Jeff, you were saying before, like the uh, Cheech and Chong thing, the ba- like when Sandler was going to make this album, the like Warner Brothers was just like, oh, he'll do like a stand up album. But he's like, no, I want to do a like Cheech and Chong or oh. Derek and Clive. I'd never heard of them. Do you know? What oh, that yeah. Is? Derek and like, Clive is uh, British. Ah, but like the the him and Hurl, he and those guys were like, yeah, we want to do like a a comedy sketch album. And like a big, a big part of it to them. And like they mentioned this little uh, oral history thing I read online, uh, like getting the sound effects really good to make it feel like you're Ooh. in the sketch. And oh, they yeah. are really good. Like yeah. all the beating sketches are like, <laughs> you, yeah, you brutal. Yeah. Even like the, uh, the cheerleading sketch, there were foot scuffles that made me laugh. So it's uh-huh. like, I knew somebody was paying attention. We're like, yeah, yeah. there would be an, an emphatic stomp of the foot and it would have that sneaker squeak on like the gym floor. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, somebody's like, they are paying attention to all this shit is not taken lightly. <laughs> totally. Um, which I think they did themselves. Like they, they like they had a Foley guy. Foley. Um, Not Matt Foley. They also nice yeah, very, he was in, in a van circle. down by the river. There, uh, the the sketch buddy with uh, everyone's like, dude, buddy, homie. Uh, that and right field where Sandler is playing outfield and like the whole time be like, oh god, oh, please god, don't oh, let the god. ball come <laughs> to me. <laughs> Those were both sketches that he and Schneider wrote for SNL and that didn't get used. Man. I put him on this. Uh, buddy, the buddy sketch was one that I was like listening to it now. I was like, it's funny that I like this so much as a kid because the premise yeah. is just like, hey, you know, there's all these words like dude, buddy, homie. What if, what if, yeah. but it's like, there's, they don't, they didn't really know what to have the guys say. So it's right. like, they, they all get on a train and then they share some Bloody Marys and the train crashes. Okay, <laughs> It's like, I remember like missing the introduction to the train and then just like, there's all these mentions of train and I, I was like, <laughs> okay. And they're on a train and the train crashes. I remember this part. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> just like, Oh no, there's a train coming on this track. <laughs> Whoa. Um, okay. Having Sandler play one of the homie guys is something you wouldn't do today. And Sandler's Yo, performance sure. is insane. He sounds almost embarrassed. He's like yelling it from the back. It's yeah. Like, well, uh, it, it's it's funny because they have two buddies, two dudes and two homies, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's a very, it's like the tab sketch. That's, That's right. probably That's right. what they're going for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, what was the other sketch? Oh, the right field sketch. The, I love the part when he's just like, oh, please, God. There's like a big hitter up. Please, God, take his life. Make him die. <laughs> <laughs> Make him die. <laughs> Make him die. <laughs> what other uh, what other tracks did I give you, Jeff? I forgot. We got Fatty, Mc, we got Fatty McGee. Do we do Longest P? No, no, right here. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, Longest P is another good uh, uh, sound joke one. Hey, man, let me in there first. Go ahead, man. Take it easy. Thanks. I really got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to pee. <laughs> I guess um, Austin Powers kind of stole this joke. Huh? Yeah. Ooh, he, he did, keeps didn't he? Oh. Interesting. I mean, Mike Myers, not Austin himself. <laughs> <laughs> the character. I love when it gets to the point where it's like coming out of his dick so hard, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then like oh. weird, like glop. Clumpy. Yeah, yeah, the like the solids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it reminds me of the beginning of gin and juice. Ah. Do 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 do. This also is just like another big long rake joke, like the um, the track where he like calls up the uh, his teacher, Mr. Spindle's phone call. 
Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, Mike, I would call that ad oh, absurdum. Man. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> I like how his attitude changes so much in this. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Why does the fart unleash the pee? Oh my god! Oh man! I'll be out in a minute! I, I like this, uh, oh, this black outline at the end. Yeah. And this next part is really... Oh, thank god. Oh man! You know exactly what's going on there, that's great. Yeah, that's good sound design. Hey man. You pissed in your pants. <laughs> I know. So did I. I guess that makes us piss pals. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, like Billy Madison proto material yeah, for yeah. like the Miles totally. Davis line. And stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but ending a sketch like that on a uh, is is so. That's that fun thing of being like, yeah, yeah, we made you listen to all this good sound design, and then I, the character, is breaking the fourth wall to make yeah. a fart sound for no reason. <laughs> well, Fatty McGee ends the same way. That's another one of my faves on the oh, album. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get to all that, there's a bunch of uh, some. We see the buffoon. He's with the valedictorian again. Oh uh, yeah. Wait, we I got food that. innuendo guy also, and like, how many how many song songs are on here, and how many of them are in front of a live studio audience, like? Two in front of an audience, and there is one, two, three, four, five songs. Interesting. I yeah. like the approach of like we're just going to do a sketch comedy album. Mm -hmm. I my first album that I listened to in in the dark and the quiet was Chris Rock Roll with the New, mm. which which was like stand up with sketches in between. Like I a lot of a lot of just like sketches in that. There there was just like oh you know you're buying a used car and like there would just be. There was a couple skits in there, uh, but it's cool shaking it up. And I think it gives this album legs and like, well, clearly, because the legs are the songs like he yeah. still plays the Thanksgiving song and Lunch yep. Lady Land. Right. And Thanksgiving it. song was like got some radio play and like launched this into a big deal for everybody. Yeah. You said it went double platinum, double platinum. Whew. That's now, two million. There's the Thanksgiving song. Farley is supposedly on this track yelling out the like play the thanksgiving song or something really but i did not hear that at all he starts it with like oh they want to hear the Thanksgiving." yeah song. but so maybe snuck in there there's farley saying it but in this little oral history he was saying that it was great that they got the the audio for this one because farley was in the audience that night and like everyone in the audience knew who farley was and like he brought so much energy to it and uh, it was like a really good performance because of farley just being there so this this song had been played on Weekend Update so that it was famous by yeah. the time he was in that performance. That's why I assumed that Lunch Ladyland was the same deal. It's weird that that's not. It was right. the other way. Right. He, he eventually, a few months later, played Lunch Ladyland on SNL with Farley dancing around <laughs> yeah. to promote the album. <laughs> yeah, that was very funny, too. Uh, yeah, we got some others. Uh, oh, my. Oh, this one, they're all going to laugh at you, or the mom is just yelling, they're all going to laugh at you the whole time. Is that a reference to Carrie? Carrie. 
Yes, and it the took me forever that, right? to realize that. Yeah. I did not know that for decades. Me neither. I watched, I watched Carrie in college and was like, oh, <laughs> that's where that's from. It's so funny. Just like, again, another character who's like, makes no sense and all the people around him like, Okay, well, I'm not going to get through to this person. But like, but but it doesn't no. need it doesn't need to have come from anything. Is the fun thing? This is like I, I yeah. it didn't affect my enjoyment whatsoever. Oh, for sure, for sure. Doesn't it feel like it's like a thing he did clowning around? Like you could mm-hmm. imagine him like with a girlfriend or something, just doing that voice, and she laughs. He's like, okay, I'll do that in a sketch. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but in in the sketch, it's I get a, three um, minutes out of that. It's a soundboard, right? Every time you hear no, and they're all going to laugh at you. It's always the exact same no. It, it sounds like which just makes it funnier for me i think yeah i love that it's so funny because i love that his family uh uh the or the mother's family has become acclimated to it so they're like it's kind of chill where it's like hey mom can i do this no oh come on (laughs) (laughs) and then by the end i think it's that alan covert guy who's just like ma ma, you're a great lady (laughs) it's like treating her with respect and all she only says two things and she screams them oh at the end she's like they're all gonna laugh at him (laughs) Uh i think that was uh smigel at the very end Ah, oh, I was guessing, but I'm young Smigel. I had trouble pulling pull these guys' voices apart because they they all sound pretty similar. Yeah, it's funny how much mileage he gets out of good straight manning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. what else are you gonna do when all of Sandler's characters are like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you need to have <laughs> like this right, be it, over unless somebody's there being like, okay, mom. Yeah, unless exactly unless you're like. Whoa, this person's got a real big problem. We gotta like figure this out. <laughs> but they yeah, it's like in sketch comedy, it sucks when the straight man is someone who's like bad sketches always have like an angry person mm-hmm. who's right. like, you know, and it's in and in this all throughout, either they're like rolling with it or they're kind of chill, or they're I I guess it's cause they're also comedians, so they were having fun and it's not just a bunch of people like only holding it down. But it's yeah. funny when somebody, when, when the problem is so much bigger than the solution is funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking on this l- listen about how funny it is that you, to, to hear something a million times and know it's funny, like your lizard brain is making you laugh because it's funny, but to not actually think about why. I was thinking of the Thanksgiving song and mm-hmm. that... The, the premise of the Thanksgiving song is that he he says one line about Thanksgiving stuff and then he's backed himself into a corner where he has to find a rhyme at all <laughs> yeah. costs. Right. So that's that's the whole structure of the song. It's just like you if you take it on face value, you're just laughing because he's like sounds funny, saying funny things. But it's so funny. That's every line of the song is like he says one thing yeah, set up. that yeah. makes sense. And then yeah. he says a thing yes. that has nothing. And in, in a normal <laughs> song, that second line would also have to do with Thanksgiving. But in this song, it's I can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite kind of pants are corduroy. Yeah. Like, any word, yeah. any word that rhymes. Everybody is just hanging on like, what's he going to do? Well, it's so funny because it's like. You're thinking about whoever would sing this song, or Sandler, I guess, is a person who's like got a thought, and then his brain just shoots off to other things. Like he's yeah. got no uh, capacity to like keep a thought together. <laughs> uh, the another one I have a track of is um, Fatty McGee. Is I, I this is so funny? He's just a Fatty McGee like wheezes, and it makes everyone's life uh, tough. But just the opening line here. Listen to uh, David Spade and Tim Meadows set up what's going on. With yes. like no specifics at all. Yes. <laughs> except for the except for the teacher's name. 
Miss Murphy is such a pain, man. We just had a test a week ago. And now we gotta take another one tomorrow? This sucks. And it counts for 80% of our grade. Well, we better study our butts off. Well, we came to the right place, the ever so quiet library. That is such a great like, sketch setup. Yeah. Ever so quiet library. Uh Oh, oh no! And this Fatty has uh, is coming. one of my favorite we'll lines in the whole album too. With like, him in the library. Why do you take the stairs? I like I the like stairs. The stairs. They make you do breath. this every time, and you still think they're fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> they're fun. They're fun. <laughs> they're fun. <laughs> A guy just so like unabashedly like no, I like this thing. <laughs> hey fellas <laughs> Why would it get louder? We, he would be the most tired right now Oh yes, Fatty, we were <laughs> Great, I'll join you Fatty McGee, his name is Fatty McGee and this, this is another one where the end is just like You're the fattest And they all laugh and it's like <laughs> No, no, I'm catching it <laughs> I love his little justifications along the way where he's like, no problem, fellas. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse. No, I'm catching it. <laughs> sure, no problem. <laughs> also, just like the different styles of wheezing. Like, he's like, nge, nge. the fact that we're even supposed to buy it as wheezing is so funny. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. And then there's another beating of a high school science teacher. It's so funny with all the beating ones and Tollbooth Willie. It's just like, why are they, he's just like beating up people who are work at the school and Tollbooth guy who has no problem with anybody. I love Tollbooth Willie. I, I don't like the beatings because the beatings don't really have a twist to them. Tollbooth mm. Willie has that misdirect every time. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like the, the, the statement and other things where it's like, yeah, he's, he greets everyone so politely. Mm. They sound polite for a second, whether yep. it's a nun or a, a priest or whatever. They're like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? I just want to let someone know that I've met the biggest fucking idiot. With the biggest- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that one's so drawn out she, in a funny way. She's like, can I get an autograph? He's like, sure. Uh, can I ask, what's this for? He's <laughs> <laughs> like really leading him down the primrose path. <laughs> well, the beating ones, I, I just realized in this re-listen was like, they're all people at the school. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, yeah. It's Again, the bus like, driver, the janitor, the and two teachers. <laughs> keeping them firmly in like Billy Madison territory. Uh-huh. I, can, uh-huh. I can see why he was able to like swindle Universal into giving him like yeah. a high school comedy, you know? Um. All right, now we're going to play my favorite thing on the song. And and one of my favorite probably comedy things of the comedy things I like. <gasps> Hit it. Lunch Lady Land. This is a song. This is a This is a new song. Uh, uh, Do you know where they the recorded this? Of one of the no, I get, greatest people alive, I, think, I feel. I think Margo? No, I think hold on. I think it's someplace in LA though. Pre-Largo, right? As we know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woke up in the morning, <laughs> put on my new plastic glove. Uh, this is at the Strand in Redondo Beach. No shit. Huh. Some reheated yeah. Salisbury steak <laughs> with a little slice of love. So I guess <laughs> this was their attempt at doing like a Springsteen no song. Clue. And I never thought of that until I heard up. that they were trying to do that. And it was like, oh, down in Lunch Lady Land Just is like down in Jungle Land. Oh. Down here in 
But he doesn't do like a full like Springsteen-y thing. If anything, he, he kind of mimics uh, Axl Rose at that one point. He was like, slap it, yo, slap right. it, yo. I mean, That's he did this, does the smart thing well, of like, don't bury yourself in the parody. If, if you are Adam Sandler and your persona... Like and you want to be a star? Yeah, do your own I style. Like if you make an accurate Springsteen parody, everyone's like, okay. Cause totally. I got a bad case of the gout. It's got Springsteen-y little departures. He might have sung that like Axl Rose, but, but no it's a Springsteen-y thing to be like, I'm gonna find a little riff and I'm gonna milk it for a little yeah, while, yeah. and then I'm gonna go into another part where yeah. all the food is ganging up on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then even just this, the story continues at the end, taking like a worker's life and. Yeah, you because know, uh, Springsteen has stuff like factory worker or like mm-hmm. state trooper and stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, I'm just seeing the world from the point of view of a person who works this job. <laughs> wow. Uh, That's so crazy. That, That's a that, good point, looping him into Springsteen there. That's cool. Well, that was, yeah, that was something, again, this oral history thing I read. The, it was, they needed another song for the album. So like down the hallway in the little kitchenette of the studio, Sandler was on guitar and Odenkirk and uh, Adam Covert was there, were there like telling him lines or maybe Hurley he too just like okay we want to do a Springsteen song about lunch ladies and just like coming up with it right then and going uh, then going working on it so was Covert had he been an SNL writer or was he like Sandler's old buddy I don't know I, I assume he was an old buddy because I've never uh, heard of him in other SNL contexts um, I mean we know he was in Grandma's Boy sure sure uh, yes, that is, that is, Lunch Lady Land is my favorite. The thing, I laughed at it again when I heard it this time, and I, like, lost my mind when I was a kid, when he slows it down, and he's like, well, me and, Slo- me and Sloppy Joe got married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where did that come from? Just, like, in this, in, yeah, where did that come from? And it, it slowed down, like, what is he going to say next? I had no idea that was coming. It's so fucking and funny. And it's so, because it's, like, it starts, like, Sloppy <laughs> Joe, Slop, Sloppy <laughs> Joe. Joe. It's, like, a refrain, but then it's suddenly Sloppy Joe is a person. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> sloppy Joe is now his wife. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, Look at, God. listen to the history on uh, Alan Covert. Who, by the way, on his Instagram, I noticed he lives in like uh, Hidden Hills, Calabasas, which is like literally where Kim and Kanye live. That's that's how much money this guy oh, has. Oh, man. Those, um, yeah. I'm looking at Alan Covert's Wikipedia page. He didn't write for SNL. He was cast as a bartender in Going Overboard. The, that, the, you know that oh weird, God. that yeah. Sandler movie that came out before Sandler was on SNL? Yeah, wow. like the early flop. So he, they were like friends from that. And then from like wedding singer on, he was like writing. Wait, have you oh, guys cool. seen going overboard? Mm-mm. No, me neither. Man, that could be a good blowout too. Oh yes. Mm. What was the other blowout you just made? Oh, Red Fox. That'd be good. Um, well, and then the, you know, we got some other stuff. But the bef- ends with a song, little chicken. That's another like uh parody of sort of a lounge song where he's. Oh. I, I remember what chickens. I was going to say about the beating episode, uh, about the mm. beating sketches. Oh. I remember hearing Conan talk about how he thought it would be, f- he he thinks it's funny to like yell, to, to, to like have a real outburst and then be really calm again. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and I think it's because that like I have unprocessed anger and a lot of people have this. Sandler has this. Mm-hmm. And, mm. uh, and I think that, that these dudes... It grew up in households where like dad would yell and then then go back to being funny later. Yeah. And they just sort of like it's their way of kind of working through that sort of thing. Huh. Right. Because because like 
all of or many of uh, Sandler's early movie characters were just guys who would be like, shut up! Yeah, and then, yeah. and then <laughs> or, yeah. or just like beat someone up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get Happy Gilmore, Billy Bob Barker. I love how yeah. fast uh, Happy Gilmore smashes that beer bottle and is ready to stab Shooter. Like that's like yeah. in one second. Yeah. And then he cools right back down. He's like, oh, we're just looking for the other side of this bottle. Yeah. Oh, There's, man, that's the best. <laughs> There's some of it there. There's some more of it over there. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, if you've never heard this album, listen to it. It's very funny. Uh, if you're a Sandler fan, you'll like it. I wonder if if a, a kid now would hear this and like it or, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like, yes, I felt like. A lot of this was hit, was hit me. I thought the buffoon, especially, he was always my favorite, but it, that felt fresh. Even aside from the smarty pants kind of straight man game of it all, mm-hmm. the the buffoon himself is the specifics he's saying about his dad taking a shit and 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 <laughs> stuff like that. Like it almost reminds me of like. The, there's a new breed of kind of New York-y stand-ups who I love. They're really funny. They're these like kind of dirt, dirt baggy personas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I feel like the buffoon aged well in that regard where it's mm. like, it, I think there are big people on Instagram right now. They're like, I looked at my balls in the mirror. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's kind of trendy right now. It's coming back. It's back to look Coming at to back. look it's at your back. butthole in the mirror. Is back. <laughs> yes, it is. Sometimes uh, it's funny how we see parts of our own body as foreign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he's like, "I bet you have a huge bush," and then Conan's like, "Yes, it's a veritable forest down there." <laughs> so many of Conan's answers in that are yes. <laughs> Conan has a little teeny little bit of a lisp in the sketch, and I wonder if that's a thing he had to work on getting rid of for showbiz. Oh, if you listen to his, I wonder. Rather oh. interesting. Well, you're not going to give you your show until you lose the lisp. Okay, sir. Pretty good. Pretty good. It holds up. Uh, order again. It's an order again for me. Yeah, for sure. And also, you're right. Uh, 100% fresh is a good reminder that Sandler still got it, baby. Oh, yeah. Super funny, super silly. Look, your, your mileage may vary on Sandler for about 15 years there, but... If the classic uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore stuff tickles you, check out that Netflix special. You're going to love it. And he's got the, it's even within that special, there's stuff you're not going to, like, you know, Uber Driver Smells Bad. I don't know that that's a great song, but he's, be, he's it's all loose. You know, he he's, he's having a little glint in his eye and he's having fun. Great. He's great. We should have fun once in a while. Yeah, I know. I got to stop being such an uptight prick. Well, that'll do it. Let's put this baby to bed, eh, boyos? Wrap it, slap it, pack it. (laughs) Okay, Patrons, thanks for hanging out with us. We will see you on the flip-flop. Later, everybody. Goodbye. Give it up for your boy!